This is Monster of the Week. I'm Jeremy Greer. It's with Chris and Jeremy. I'm Chris Mosier. Sam is broken, Dean's all whack. You're kind of completing me right now, Charlie. Please bring fun cast back. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural. You want hunks? We got hunks all over the place. Hunks all over the shop, Chris. We're just lousy hunks with in your hunks. face. I, uh, this is one of those special episodes where we get some female hunks on the cast. I some a recurring mm-hmm, female mm-hmm. member, so I'm pretty happy about this. Some uh, hacker hunks. Some hacker hunks. How are you doing today, sir? What's happening with you? Uh... In case you didn't know, this is being recorded around the time of Gamer Christmas, true. so I'm doing pretty great myself. Excellent. I'm really happy to hear that. <laughs> Just that's it? That's all you wanted to talk about? <laughs> that's all I had to say. Okay, cool. Um, uh, video games cured my depression. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing fine. Thank you for asking. Things are good with me. Sorry. Um, so I just always assume you're gonna tell me, so I never ask. Sure, sure. That's that's a good way to lose a friendship, Chris. That's what this. Hey guys, n- nine hundred episodes in, and I'm just learning manners. Yeah, yeah. I looked the other day. And I think uh, on on our podcast host, it's counting eighty two episodes, even though this is technically Damn. episode seventy nine. So I, th- cause I think that's because yeah, a couple well, of extra specials and stuff are in there. So yeah, we're yeah coming in close to a hundred. Um, before we get into the main part of the episode, let's thank all of our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Since we announced yes. our uh, our kind of new Patreon styling, since we announced our new podcast called Monster of the Week Presents, which is going to be an umbrella for a bunch of different shows, starting with Silver for Monsters, our our podcast, our book club podcast about the Witcher novels. You guys have come out in force uh, to support us. We really, really appreciate that. That's It was overwhelming. We talked about this last week, but man, it was yeah. so nice and so special. Kind of kind of knocked our socks off. Really did. Um, it really did. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's really cool. We really, really, really appreciate it. So uh, thank you to one of our new our new patrons. Uh, we'll just call him Ryan. So thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Chris, can you catch us up on what's been happening with Supernatural and Season 7? Yes, Give us the road vaguely. so far. <laughs> uh, so we, we've had a little bit of a, um, of a detour from the Leviathans, but it feels like things are starting to kind of finally build back up. All of the boys' connections this season have seemingly been stripped away. Except now, Ghost Bobby, he's been showing up. Uh, in force uh castiel is back uh but not really in action he was able to take the lucifer out of sam's brain but at what cost jeremy at what cost at what cost uh while all this stuff with bobby and castiel has sort of been going on in the background we've been slowly learning that dick roman and the leviathans via their corporations and all these crazy things and the way that they've influenced society have started kind of digging into some archaeological sites they've been they've been digging up some things uh, we don't quite know what that is yet, uh, but now the boys are trying to finally take a stand with Bobby's help to stop the Leviathans or figure out exactly what the hell's going on with them. Extremely good. Good job. Good job. Just, just, just going. I'm just going there. Uh, this is going to lead us into the episode we're covering today, which is Season 7, Episode 20, titled The Girl with the Dungeons and Dragons Tattoo. One of my favorite titles yeah. of Supernatural, by the way. I yeah, think this is really good. good. Uh, this was written by Robbie Thompson. This was directed by John McCarthy. Uh, Dick Roman acquires Frank's hard drive that contains sensitive information about the Winchester and gives it to an unsuspecting but brilliant hacker named Charlie. 
telling her that she has 48 hours to crack the firewall. That's not what that is. <clears throat> crack the firewall ah, or she is ah, fired. Ah. Sam and Dieter tips <laughs> off that Dick has the hard drive and race to get to Charlie before she breaks the code. That also doesn't happen. Meanwhile, Bobby <laughs> tries to help the brothers, but his rage towards Dick... Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, I forgot to finish. But his rage towards Dick <laughs> for killing him starts to get in the way. Um, yeah, this Ooh. is going to introduce us to, I think, what we could be easily be described as a fan favorite in Charlie, played by Felicia mm-hmm. Day. Uh, Felicia Day is kind of known as a as a nerd personality, I guess. Like she, like yeah, the way that you know her is from um, her web series. Like she was doing YouTube content way before it was ever popular. Way before the YouTube, guild. yeah, yeah. Like I don't the guild. Do you want to do a guild podcast? <laughs> I don't actually because I have I've never seen. That I can't show. imagine. I can't imagine what it would be like watching it now. But fifteen-year-old yeah. Chris loved watching that on his Xbox 360. <laughs> oh, seriously? Like you were kind of into it? I didn't know that from the from the Xbox store. Yeah, it was there was a kid, and it was uh, about an MMO, and I played an MMO. So okay, but sure. now times have changed i don't know how well it holds up but felicia day is fantastic so i feel like i missed uh the guild and also missed red versus blue like i f- none of that stuff really ever like, oh yeah that like was I, also on the xbox live store it's what reminded me of it yeah like I, I never i never hooked up with any of that stuff um but what i know felicia day from was eureka uh which was a, oh, yeah. a, a sci-fi show which was about a community of kind of super scientists and um living in this thing would, would, and problems would happen and uh, i just like to mention eureka because a it rules and hardly anybody i feel like hit me, remembers anymore and b it it does it, they were just not afraid to fuck with their timeline so uh mm-hmm. so i'm sorry i'm gonna spoil the first season i guess or spoil some of the i always stuff. wanted to watch eureka uh, it always seemed like a great show but just to just to get you like a little a little bait on the hook get me prepped uh the there's a there's a huge timeline thing that happens that completely resets the timeline between se- between seasons. So, like mm-hmm. one character remembers the old way, but has to come in and try to figure out how to live his new life. And like his former boss is now his wife, and the guy that used to hate oh. him is now his best friend. And so, like he's trying to oh. trying to like ingrate not ingratiate, but trying to integrate himself back into this world because he can't fix the timeline because he's not smart enough to do so. He's the he's the, right, he's the right. dumbest character on the show. Um, so it's like when Trunks goes back in time to give Goku his heart medicine so he can defeat the androids. It's, it's exactly it's like exactly that. like that. Yeah. So just stuff like that really appealed to me. And like, it's a fun super science mm-hmm. show. And Felicia Day was great on it. Um, there's been some other characters I think that have popped up on, on from that show on Supernatural before too. So it's all all good and fun. Cool. Um, into Supernatural, we we get our our, our previously <laughs> on section, and it's basically that hey, this is Frank. Remember Frank, and then also Bobby is a ghost. Like those are the two things that we we learn about this. Yeah. Yeah um and right off the bat our cold open is is not that cold it's pretty lukewarm uh it's bobby popping in to tell the boys about what he knows of dick's plan because he didn't just get the coordinates that he was able to to write on sam's hand as he died he also like saw all the plans himself yeah uh so he starts to try to um relay some some information about the area that the coordinates were at as we know dean and frank went and checked it out earlier this season but they didn't really find anything other than surveillance cameras but now he can see that they've they've started building there and he explains that basically the leviathan's plan is to dumb everybody down by putting all these chemicals in the food and to start curing cancer curing diseases they're they're making the perfect herd exactly presumably for consumption Basically, all the stuff that we do for cows so that a hamburger at McDonald's costs a dollar, that's what they're doing to humans. They're trying to get their human burger down to below a dollar so that they can they can sell it to other leviathans. 
Yeah. Um, this actually begs a question, Chris. We haven't talked about this very much. Do you think Leviathans reproduce while they're on Earth and not in purgatory? I don't know. I wonder if they just keep spreading and like, but then 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 they would they would run out. There would be a finite number of Leviathans. I guess in a way, unless they're splitting. I don't know. Yeah. Do it, they just like puke out new Leviathans? And it's been shown that like the, if, the Leviathans wait, have if one Leviathan <laughs> borks down with another okay, Leviathan, uh-huh. and they're both in human form. Mm-hmm. Can they give birth to a human-shaped Leviathan? So, I don't think so, because we're going to, in, in this episode, I think in previous episodes, when they cut them, they, they don't bleed blood anymore. They, they bleed this black goo. So, I, I'm assuming mm-hmm. that it, this stuff that makes sperm is probably not in the Leviathan body. Oh, you mean cum? Yes, I definitely, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, did I try to, did I try to? <laughs> yes, sorry. I definitely meant... Or as I like to call it, coconut. Um, that's, that's also a word that you can use to describe it. Yes. Uh, but no, like I'm, I'm like when we saw the leviathans come in, like they were like a horde of leviathans that were contained within Castiel's body, and now yeah, um, they're definitely like it feels like they're spreading. Like that's kind of the idea that you get because they're taking over. We hear Frank say, "Well, you know." Um, I don't remember who the last celebrity that he named was, but yeah, Frankie Muntz or like, something was uh, was taken over by Leviathan. <laughs> they're replacing celebrities and people in high places, or are they infecting them? We don't. Yeah. We don't. I don't know. I don't Just, know because if, if if they're not like spreading, then this is a lot of work for like because they didn't they don't need to yeah. do this globally. Like they could probably just do this with like they could just move to a country that's relatively remote and do all of this there and work out all the kinks. And Sam and Dean would not True. be there. It's very true. God, how fucking dope would like French hunters be, man? Or like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, get a couple of d- yeah. dudes from India that are, they've been hunting their entire lives. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Into it, into it. I want to see some international hunters. Me too. Me too. Um, so uh, we we go through a bunch of other flashbacks and stuff like that to, to try to you know as as Bobby is relaying all of this information. Um, and during this, we see a shot of a redheaded woman like doing some computer hacks. And uh, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, Sam gets an email from Frank, and uh, the email basically yeah. says, "Like, hey, if you're reading this, I'm dead, or someone's trying to hack my hard drive, um, and my hard drive has uh, all of the incriminating information. Most importantly, to Dean, the location of the Impala, which he looks up and says, "Baby," which I, <laughs> man, Chris, I, I, I've said it since the very beginning. The the name it still sucks. <laughs> Don't name your car, baby. Don't name your car. Dean, you're 20 something years old, mm-hmm. 30, mm-hmm. 40 years old now. Like, don't call your car. 150 baby. years old. This would be fine if your granddad, if Uncle Samuel, if your granddaddy Samuel had <laughs> named it baby and like the car had been passed down. And so like the license plate said baby and there were dice on the mirror. But that's not what's mm-hmm. happening. That's not what's happening. You're just calling it baby because you, you think that the, the car is a baby. Oh, man. I did, You know, I'm I fine when he's like looking at it and he's like, oh, baby. Like, yeah, like as if it's listening. But when he's just referring to it, instead of saying my baby which would still be weird but tech like not my baby um yeah like that would at least but it implies that just baby is its name yeah which it, is which very is, funny which is very we're gonna get kick murder we're gonna get murdered for, on this. for the, this opinion the, but, the, the, <laughs> the the twitter account that is i think it's cw underscore baby at, or cw sbn underscore it's baby it's gonna come and run us over it's a fucking twitter account for the car and the car refers to itself as baby the car talks to people just i'm just so i'm so upset about this we don't have to spend any time on it anymore uh, does it just go honk honk all right um they look up so, fortunately frank has gps this this drive and they find it it's in the middle of the richard roman center which is the leviathan headquarter whoops yeah and then we get boom five hours earlier and it is literally the same 
intro sequence that Elizabeth Salander has in The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo with all these like multiple cuts going yep. on uh, as she comes in. Listening to headphones. In the, mm-hmm. in, in the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, she is a very deliberately off-putting and antisocial person who is like storming past people and people like look at her and they kind of try to avoid her or she's not reacting to what people are doing around her. And it's very intense. And then they do the same thing here, except Charlie is just so caught in her own world, listening to her music and looking at her phone, that she's just ignoring everything that's going on around her. It's like a very lovable kind of antisocial behavior. Listening to uh, Walking on Sunshine, which I think is yeah, really great. Yeah. Uh, she does like a huge dance number when she finds out she's, she's a huge nerd by herself. Uh, she's she's rocking the, um, the uh, Leia shirt, which I think is very cool. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. There's there's a lot. I don't know that we'll call them out every single time, but like this, sh- because she's a nerd, the show is going to go out of its way for her to talk to Hermione Granger from Harry Potter several times. She's going to like you know talk about Star Wars. You can talk. I think one point she, there's some comic book references with Wonder Woman. Like there's all sorts of nerd references in this in this episode that is are kind of eye rolly, but also hey, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like I I, I totally get what they're trying to do. It's it's 2012. This is nerd queen Felicia Day playing a a a nerd role. Like I see exactly what right. they're doing, and it kind of works for. To be honest with me, yeah, be honest yeah. with you, it's Not- corny, but like it's great. So exactly. like, who cares? Yeah. I-, I can live with a little bit of corniness. I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's in. We we kind of get like introduction to her and her cubicle, and it's decked out in nerdy stuff, and it's great. It looks like uh, Chris's work work desk. I'm assuming. Exactly. We learn that she's like very cool. Like she's talking about how like she just got laid to her uh, coworker. Mm-hmm. Um, saying and- if you can't get laid at a charity event, you're not trying too hard or something. It's really cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah something. Um, so we're just like, okay, she's she's good at her job, and she's really just she's she's got it going on. She's got a lot going on. She's an independent, um, interesting person. But then she gets called into her boss's office, and there is definitely a bit of like, oh boy, oh shit. Uh, and when she goes in there, it's not just her boss. It's dick motherfucking roman and we should note that we we have we see her kind of hacking some um some conservative bank accounts to put money into uh like the aspca or something like charities yeah, right yeah. so when she gets Which called in she definitely thinks she's about to get in trouble for for stealing money from conservative super PACs and donating to charity <laughs> <laughs> which is really good yeah but she's not um, like dick is there and he's like super impressed with her um she he tells her that she has like a spark that some humans have that's going to be kind of important mm-hmm. to talk about throughout the rest of the episode um and more importantly he says that it can't be copied and, uh, which really frustrates him but yeah i gotta say in this episode in particular i really appreciate this actor i don't know anything about him i don't think i've ever seen him in anything else um but dick's intensity really starts to come forward in this and i i was really i was liking it i was like okay this is a good villain now we haven't seen a lot of this guy but i i like what i'm now seeing yeah he's he's appropriately villainous i think i think mm-hmm. it works very very well he's always got a smile on his face and he mm-hmm. just seems very like he seems like a politician uh and that's what he is in the show but it's also at the same time uh it's just it's got so much evil behind it it really works for me um so he gives her frank's hard drive and tells her that she's got three days to hack it or he or she's fired and of course we know that you know this is this is very sensitive information if she even gets into it he's probably going to kill her anyway Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. she immediately goes back to her desk and asks uh hermione granger what what to do and then um yeah she she pops an ltr joke and then she um oh yeah she immediately does, does starts a- talking to hermione granger <laughs> uh there's also like when she begins the hacking scene there's a big war games thing when she logs in mm-hmm. as the guy and they said welcome professor or whatever i don't remember, remember war games that well um <laughs> it's 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 extremely hilarious um uh, 
we go, but she keeps failing to do it. Um, yeah. Frank has set up a challenge for her. Oh, yeah, on the yeah, hard yeah. drive, like he knows mm-hmm. he set like he set up a challenge for anybody who's going to hack into it. Absolutely, yeah. This is because it's Frank. You know, Frank's going to not Frank's going to do his due diligence. <laughs> First of all, uh, R.I.P. I assume I do. I don't know if we have confirmation, but I assume he's dead. <laughs> yeah, we do, we do not know. All we've seen is a bloody trailer. Like the fact that we haven't seen a body makes me think that he's still alive somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, at this point, we go back over to the boys, and Bobby is like arguing for his idea, which is to I think he said to mail the flask, mail into, the flask to Dick Roman, <laughs> to Dick Roman, so get that a, he could get inside get the a building ghost on the inside. And like, I guess they're uh, they're just going to put a self address self address stamped envelope in there to mail that flask back to Sam and Dean. Like he doesn't really have a. Yeah. And of course, yeah. Sam and Dean are like, uh, no, this is this is a terrible idea. We're not sending you in there. He could recognize you. It could be a bad plan. Like they're not. It's interesting because they we've always seen Sam and Dean sort of implicitly trust uh, Uncle Bobby, and that that trust is gone now that he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. So they're really like, yeah, it's it's almost completely completely gone. Like any, I don't know, happiness that might have come, any relief that might have come from seeing him again, is pretty quickly overshadowed by the worry because at the end of the day, yeah, they're family, but they're also hunters, and they know that this is wrong. <laughs> um, so with all that going on, they don't want Bobby involved at all. Then it's back to Charlie, Chris, and she has hacked into Frank's hard what, drive. What is this scene? Uh, I, I love this so much. I want to try to reproduce it. I don't know if you will go on this journey with me, but I feel like we could try to reproduce this. This, this, this do what we can. This. So what happens in the in the show is that as Charlie is is perusing all this information, we hear voiceovers from Frank, extremely briefly, like saying stuff like Leviathan. <laughs> Sam and Dean. So I just, yeah. Chris, I don't know, like if anybody out there is listening, I just want to kind of get everybody caught up on Monster of the Week. Like I just want to do some like, hey, you've never listened mm-hmm. to Monster of the Week before, but you found the secret mm-hmm. Monster of the Week hard drive and now you've hacked it. And so mm-hmm. we are going to speak like some Monster of the Week in jokes to, to this person. Do you think you can roll with me on this? I think I can roll with you on it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start us off. I'm just going to say, hunks. <laughs> Dark side or something. Sam and Dean. I have to fuck that werewolf. That was going to be my joke. Dean, please. Sam, please. <laughs> Destiel is canon. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. We did we did well okay, there, I thought. Okay. Uh so Charlie's boss, uh, who is this this dude named Pete, uh, he's going downstairs for a cigarette. He gets confronted by Dick and Dick's like right hand oh, man. Oh, oh, this this scene. I forgot. I wrote this down. This scene where she where she's doing the bit that we just did. Yeah, it very much reminded me of she she mentioned Chamber of Secrets, uh, the second Harry Potter book. It very much reminds me of the scene in in that uh, where Harry is writing in the diary and Tom Riddle's talking back to him. It, for some reason, I was reminded of that as she was going through Frank's hard drive. Okay, that's all. <laughs> that's good. So, uh, so Pete's headed downstairs to get a smoke when he's confronted by Dick and his right hand man. And Dick is like, "Hey, uh, we need to. Uh, you're not. You're 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 a dude that does not have a spark. You're more of a. You're a uh, Tim Tebow, or a, not like Eli Manning or, or Bruce Springsteen, who are both irreplaceable." <laughs> These these references because he says Tim Tebow or Joe Biden and I'm, I just assume that he doesn't actually know Joe Biden who is the greatest man on earth like I mean come on everyone loves Grandpa <laughs> Joe what the fuck is wrong with you Dick um, this this is another reference to this spark of like certain humans having this uncopyable spark yeah. and of course uh, since they he doesn't have the spark he can be copied so Ro- Dick's right hand man reaches out 
grabs his hand, turns into him, and his mouth becomes like a his head becomes a giant mouth, and he chows down. Uh, and then Charlie has been watching from the side because she she went downstairs to try to go mm-hmm. find Pete, and uh, so now she's extremely freaked out because all of the stuff that she just read on Frank's hard drive, which she assumed was crazy, is actually true. Yeah. Um, now she's wondering who this who these Sam and Dane characters who might be. Sam and Dane. Uh, she, so she goes back to the apartment where she is immediately confronted by Sam and Dean, like basically waiting for her in her apartment, which is kind of bad. Just being gigantic. Um, and, and yeah, she, Dean comes in, he's like, listen, we're not trying to attack you. She turns around, sees Sam, tries to attack him with Sting, uh, Frodo's sword, and just immediately snaps on his giant body. (laughs) Is it? How do you know that it's Sting? Really? How would how would I not know that? It would be weird if I didn't know that that was his sword. <laughs> I just said no. I just assumed it was just some fake plastic sword, man. I didn't even. I didn't it's even. Sting. It glows blue when orcs are nearby. I, mean, I know. I know what the. I know what the sword Sting is. Like I've seen the movies. I've read the books. I just didn't recognize it immediately. Apparently, in you don't. Felicia Day's apartment. Sorry, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, okay. uh, they basically prove to her that they're not Leviathans because she's read the Borax thing. They do the Borax so they have to. And I actually Googled this. I was curious if Borax had any kind of like, because I f- assumed that it would just like not be good for your, to pour, to pour all that shit on your arm. And it's, I mean, it's it not, be. yeah, it's not, it's, it's probably about, it as, it's probably as bad as bad as taking a knife and cutting yourself open. So about the same really okay. is what they usually do. <laughs> okay. So hopefully they went and they washed up, but who knows? So soap and water may maybe make it worse. Um, so yeah, they've they've proved that they're the real deal, uh, and then I th- then they go to a commercial, and when they come back, it plays a fake commercial, which must have been entertaining at the time. I wonder if I even realized it because I I do remember watching this live, and my memory tells me that I didn't realize it was a a fake commercial until like halfway through it. I can um, see that yeah. for Dick Roman's big company, Sucrocorp. Yeah. Um, and how they're gonna make you happy and and docile and whatever. Lots of waving American flags, lots of uh, pride in America, lots of hard worker, hard working Americans just trying to get by with their family, that kind of situation. Uh, mm-hmm. If you've mm-hmm. ever seen, did you ever watch Better Off Ted? The the kind of was kind of a sitcom with uh, Portia Del Rossi. Uh, it sounds super familiar, but I can't. It doesn't matter. It's really it's really funny, Continue. but they, they, they do these like they worked for a big corporation called Viridian Dynamics, who is, you know, ostensibly trying to save the world and make a bunch of money at the same time. So in like at least once an episode, we got like one of these about Viridian Dynamics with the voiceover and everything. And it was really hilarious. Like, go, go seek those out. They're really yeah. fun. OK, um, back to Charlie and Sam and Dean. Uh, she's she's kind of freaking out about all of this. Uh, especially when she finds out that like Frank's hard drive hacked her webcam and that's how she, they, they found out what she looked like and followed her back to her house. Um, but very she's, creepy, but she's yeah, not, not weird at all. <laughs> Sam and Dean think about how you've met any woman in your life. It <laughs> just at all. Just think about it. It shouldn't be like that. <laughs> Did you, do you remember that Sam killed Dean's daughter? That was a thing that happened not long ago. Um, <laughs> weird uh but she's like surprisingly kind of not freaked out about this like she starts realizing pretty quickly of like oh well you know i i i, I can't not let this happen like i or excuse me i can't mm-hmm, just let mm-hmm. this happen like i know about it now and uh because they're asking her to you know to hack into to dick's email which she says she can't do unless she's physically there or she has his phone and they're yeah. like well we can't get you to go in there like you, you didn't volunteer for this job and she's like well yeah but i'm volunteering now which is kind of a mm-hmm. badass moment. Like this makes me really like Charlie. Yeah, she immediately signs up for this. Not the the Winchesters conceit that like we can't drag you into this, and she's like, "Oh no, 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 no! I'm here for this. 
you, you need me, I'm going to do this because it's the right thing to do. Uh, Dean's face and, when this happens is probably yeah. my favorite part of the episode. I don't it's know. Really like, good. It's, it's like, oh shit. I am so happy. Like, it, it's something like you could tell, like, I've always wanted Sam to do this, but he never has. Yeah. <laughs> Sam never volunteers for anything. anything. I have to beg I just, him to I go to get gas. Drag him kicking, screaming, and, and, then, and then maybe he'll do a job. I'm just kidding. Sam has been really good about that stuff lately, but yeah. <laughs> Dean is so fucking happy, though. Um, they they start to make all of these plans, and then in the corner we just see Bobby. We see Ghost Bobby, who is just pissed. smoldering. He's just in not included way. in this, and and I get it to a certain extent, right? Because a he's a ghost, so he's not really like in full control over his emotions. But b he denied his Reaper. He ducked his Reaper to stay around to yeah. stay behind on Earth, and now they're doing all of this stuff without him, and they're not letting they're not including him in it. It has to be pretty, you know, annoying. Yeah, that's kind of a bogus call, but um. I it's the the very quick descent from Bobby learning how to use ghost powers to pretty much becoming a vengeful spirit is is a little bit frightening. Yeah. Um I I I guess we should have seen this coming, but I kind of almost didn't expect to see like this time or last time to really see Bobby take that descent so quickly. Um yeah, he's not he's not happy at all. Um no, he's not. He's he's not happy. I, I I kind of remembered this happening. I remember him kind of going crazy, and they've they've been kind of dropping hints that this was going to happen. Um, like his 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 departure in the last episode after he got mad that you know mm-hmm. Dean was getting mad at him and he just left. Um, that kind of told me. I don't know. Like, is he supposed to stuff. go um, dark side so or something? I'm not, I wasn't or? completely surprised by it. I think that this Bobby plot line. We'll talk about more about it at the end of the episode. Is some of my favorite shit in season seven, though. Like this is this is yeah. really good for me. I I hate yeah. that you know this involves Bobby, but. Because I like Bobby so much, but man, boy, oof, <laughs> so good. That's um, good stuff. So th- their plan is to sneak Charlie inside of uh, her old job and to sneak her into Dick Roman's office to get her to hack his email so that they can download all of his emails. They decide to do this by uh, hacking all the security cameras so they can keep an yeah, eye on it. Yeah, they're trying her. to download all of his dick pics. All of his dick pics. Uh, trying to get into that dick cloud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you think? Do you think Leviathan's take take selfies? They probably do. Well, it's just because his name is Dick. I mean, um. yeah. I'm just saying. Like, I'd, I'd be, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're a Leviathan, you can shape shift into anything you want to. Why wouldn't you shape shift into somebody hot? Right. Very true. Very true. <laughs> I'm um, just saying. But Mystique probably doesn't look like Rebecca Romaine. Mystique probably chose to look like Rebecca <laughs> Romaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you think that? They could alt like I mean they could shapeshift to do a new person, but do- are they just stealing their body and replicating their appearance, or can they like give themselves a six pack on top of it? Who knows? Un- unanswered questions by Supernatural. Well, we- we've talked about uh, this in the past because when we saw them pretend to be Sam and Dean, they also had some, some of Sam and Dean's memories and some of Sam and Dean's true, problems. True. So like there has true. to be some sort of genetic like can- <laughs> some of their angst. Some- are you telling me that that my <laughs> angst is genetic? <laughs> Sam's is at least he's like the-, the demon was like, "There's a Lucifer in here." What the hell? I want to change brothers. <laughs> this is not fun. This is bullshit. This is not a good time. <laughs> so, so they, um, can we talk about the van they're parked in real quick? Because it's the most mm-hmm. extremely obvious. Like we're in a yeah. van full of computers. Van I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. It says like not FBI on the side. <laughs> uh, but they they're watching Charlie through uh, the security cameras of. of uh, Dick's office. First of all, they wanted her to hack the email so they can find out what the deal is with these archaeological digs. I don't know if yes. you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But as they're watching her go in, 
they notice that Bobby's flask has been snuck into her bag, and Dean is like, "Oh shit! Okay, Charlie, uh, there's a there's a th- old flask in there. It's for good luck." And she's like, "Oh yeah, great idea." And takes a sip. But he's like, "Okay, definitely not what I expected to happen." But uh, <laughs> help yourself, I guess. She even says, "Like, yeah, this is a good idea. I needed this. I needed some courage." Yeah, which yeah. is really fun. She gets all nervous. She tenses up. She freezes. She doesn't know what to do. Um, and this is where Sam. HP Winchester mm. swoops in to start asking her what would Hermione do in this situation with the most random like references. He's like, "What would have happened? Well, if Hermione didn't save Sirius?" I was like, "What do you mean? <laughs> like <laughs> when?" <laughs> D- Dean is looking at this dude like he's fucking crazy too. He's like, "What are you talking about? I don't know any none of the. I guess the Harry Potter movies haven't been out yet. Maybe no, that's not true. The Harry Potter movies have definitely been out. I'm surprised Dean's Dean too busy um, getting late or whatever. He yeah, said. yeah, to, to watch Harry Potter movies. That's true. Dean would love Harry Potter. He knows it. He would uh, absolutely because he loves chosen one stories because he feels like he's the chosen think, one. Absolutely. I think that uh, I think that Sam gets these lines. First of all, he's a nerd, but I think Jared Padalecki is also a huge Harry Potter fan. Oh, really? <laughs> so that helps. Yeah. Um, but he he's kind of like, hey, what would Hermione do? And she's like, you know what? You're right. She would kick it in the ass, uh, which is the old. I think is it Kim Manners? Is he the one who passed away in season four? That's correct. Yeah. So yeah, and that was his. That was his saying. So that's the, cool that even yeah, years later they're referencing it. Third or fourth time, I think we've heard that in the series. It's kind of an homage yeah. to him, which is pretty pretty dope, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Uh, um, so she goes into the building. Uh, Bobby kind of randomly shows up, like watching her as as she enters in through. Uh, and she's headed to Dick's office when she encounters a security guard and Dean encourages her to basically flirt her way past it. And this is where she has to say, well, like, he's not really my type. Uh, and says like, Oh, I don't remember exactly how she says, but like, I like chicks. Like she's a lesbian. And he says, and Dean's response to this is pretend that he has boobs. And like, it flashes to Charlie's face and Charlie's like, has like this, (laughs) like what? No, I don't like that at all. She doesn't understand. Dean Dean doesn't understand either. But, Dean's like, okay, don't worry. I'm going to talk you through this because I'm extremely good at flirting with dudes. <laughs> we do find out Dean tells her to, uh, well, like, show off your tattoos. Uh, you know, guys really like that. She's like, I don't think he'll like mine. It's just a picture of Slave Leia riding a D20. <laughs> <laughs> It's just like okay, all right. Well, uh, let's just Charlie. let's just do our best. Charlie just leaning into it. Is this the first uh, gay character we've seen on Supernatural? No, it's not because we had the the two brothers. We had uh, yeah. Um, yeah. The home alone older brother guy the, the relationship that's right um even like so this this scene it's fun it's dean talking her through the the flirting process mm-hmm. she keeps accidentally saying things that she doesn't mean to say yep. um sam is flabbergasted at how good dean is at this sam is, and is i think he's so close he's to starting this to, whole thing. to he's looking sideways like is this what it was like with Castiel? Is that why you guys are so close? He's like, like things are clicking into place in Sam's head right now. It's the first um, time that Sam went on Tumblr and discovered that there's the tag Castiel, and he's like, oh, wow, yeah. it really does make sense. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really funny. Dean doing this, like, awkward phone call thing of, like, you know, to say this and say that, and, like, Charlie just freaking out the entire time is, is really hilarious to me. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but, so she's able to to kind of, like, flirting up with this dude that she's like hey maybe we could go out sometime blah 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 but oh hey do you mind if i if i go use the bathroom i came up here because the uh girl's bathroom downstairs is super gross and do you mind if i you know i just head over here and he's like okay sure you're clearly not supposed to be back here but like you're you're being pretty cool um 
So she is able to get away from him, go into the bathroom, and then sneak into Dick's office. Um, which she's not supposed to be in, but she gets right to work. She does her little, like, hacking thing, whatever, it doesn't matter. But we get Dick's password, which was winning with two ones. <laughs> and even Charlie calls this out, like, really? Because, uh, like, this was yeah. right after the whole Charlie Sheen meltdown where he was mm-hmm. being an enormous dick. And uh, it has that weird tie to uh, Misha Collins at the same time. Um, do you remember this? Have we talked about this on oh, the podcast? Yeah. Where Did he, they have, like, a feud or something? Um, well, it wasn't really a feud, but Charlie Day was like, Charlie Day, Jesus Christ, Charlie Sheen was using um like he was he was living with a couple of porn stars and uh he was i think he recorded a video of himself like holding up a book was which like you know something about uh living with polymory or how to how to have great threesomes or something like that and he was kind of bragging about like oh wow look at you know look at my life or i'm winning or whatever and Mm -hmm. misha collins was like actually my wife wrote that book it has nothing to do with what you're talking about it so i can definitely tell you haven't (laughs) read it so maybe you should go back to the drawing board <clears throat> oh yes 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 this is ringing a bell yeah, yeah yeah i just always find that very funny that misha collins was like actually my dude <laughs> <laughs> um so she finds the password starts copying everything and then uh of course the security guard gets a little bit suspicious uh and she, he starts going over and like bobby like locks the doors like we have some bobby action here where he's obviously trying to distract the uh, security guard but it doesn't mm-hmm. do a whole lot like he locks the door which I guess gives Charlie enough time to go into Dick Roman's bathroom. As it's opposed to- more just like a warning that like somebody, cause he sure. like makes the door do a thing. And yeah, it's, it's just, Bo- it's Bobby getting up to trouble. If you ask me. Yeah, absolutely. Bobby doing the ghost stuff, which is always fun. Um, boy, I can't wait to be a ghost in that VR game that I forgot to talk about in the outtakes from, from software. <laughs> Ooh, boy, that's going to be so exciting to be a Ooh, ghost boy. in a from software game. Uh, the stuff is still copying onto the flash drive. When, uh, the security guard comes through the door Charlie comes out of the bathroom pretending to have just been there. Um, and she's doing some like really clever, like oceans 11 kind of like looking at the glass to see the reflection of the monitor to see what the progress mm-hmm. bar is, all of that kind of stuff. Very cool. I, I love a good heist. I don't know if I've ever told you this, yeah. Chris. I love a good Absolutely. heist. This is a, this is a solid heist to me. Uh, and this, <laughs> this is where Dean starts to get really stressed out that it's Charlie in there and not mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a half second of solidarity here where Sam is like, listen, it could not be us. Like they would spot us in half a second. Also, I'm a hundred feet tall and I'm actually not sure if I can fit through the door without having to crawl um but he says that you know she'll be fine or we'll go in and and dean is just like right hit hit them as hard as we can damn right let's literally it's quote he says damn right <laughs> he also talks about sending in veronica mars which is just he yeah. doesn't know harry potter very well but he has definitely watched the cw show veronica mars <laughs> oh definitely definitely 100 um, never heard of anything called the harry potter but no yeah. no no but definitely um, definitely watches <laughs> veronica mars so she's able to to send all of the files finally Mm -hmm. uh able to grab the the flash drive escape out um and she heads back to her desk to you know do more hacker stuff when her newly leviathan boss comes up and is like hey what's going on puts his hand on her arm you're like no 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 no, please don't yeah yeah that not not good um they also do we did we mention that while they're in the, when they go back to Sam and Dean and Dean's all worried about sending the girl in there Sam is just filling up bottles of borax in the seat yeah oh yeah because he's, the, he's, he's at work that's very good I just I like Sam like I can't just sit here on my hands I got I got to do a thing um uh so yeah the boss is reminding able- her about the deadline right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and she's able to kind of be like yep oh don't worry I will have a progress report for you uh pretty soon so we're, we're things are looking good. Uh, cause she already knows she's going to have to bail the F out of there soon. Um, 
but she she starts digging through these these files and she sees that, that Dick has already stopped digging at these sites. They found whatever they were looking for and they're now shipping it over here like a super private jet. There's actually a screenshot that's funny. I, I sent the picture to you last night that it was a private jet provided by Trump, which which was just timely i guess um 2012 they, man. were they were, was he yeah. working us this entire time <laughs> it feels like he's been working us this entire time jesus christ um she finds um well yeah she she finds out that they're gonna beat the airport in 42 minutes so they need to the boys are gonna have to get to the airport find a way to get in there and grab whatever this thing is that's being dropped off um but it's just then that just as she's about to leave she's just just given this information that dick confronts her at her desk and we have no idea what is going to happen here. Uh, and then it cuts away. It cuts away. Um, we see Dick's dude uh, at the airport. Um, Sam and Dean are watching the dude kind of pick up the suitcase and leave. And uh, they kind of look at each other like, what the fuck are we going to do? And then mm-hmm. we see the same guy walking the suitcase in with Dick into Dick's office. And then Dick opens it up and it's actually a borax bomb and it explodes. And same. then it comes up on the screen two hours earlier. I uh I want to talk about this a little bit. I cannot fucking stand these little time jumps when they do the five <laughs> hours earlier, the two hours earlier. Yeah, it works. It's gonna be a reference. I, I mean, I'm 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 sure that it's 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 definitely it's like an Ocean's Eleven thing. Like they they like to you know play with what you're seeing on the screen or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine. I just like five hours earlier or two. Like it's just yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Like it's just kind of. Yeah. I don't know. You could just have shown us this. Like you could have this happen and then not <laughs> they show could us two very hours. much just have shown it. And I would, I would, didn't. I'm not a dumbass. I would understand what's happening, but they have to put on the screen. <laughs> Autumn looked up a couple of times. She's like, wait, how, how many hours ago is this now? And I'm like, I mean like seven, <laughs> if you want to go by the story, I, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, but yeah. So we get that explosion that it just cuts back to Charlie, like trying to buy them time. Yeah. And we find out that, uh, Dean asked her to to try to buy buy them some time, so she sent a uh, like a fake email saying that the 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 thing was going to show up like a couple hours later. Um, so we get this whole scene of the Dick getting the email, sending his dude out. But by the time the dude gets in there, Sam and Dean have already like grabbed some airport dude suits and like set up this whole fucking complicated incredible like, suitcase replacement incredible. borax bomb. Jared Padalecki wearing the hat oh, and the headphones God. of like the flight technician or whatever, so just looking good. like a big old moose. It's, it's incredible. It's hilarious, Chris. And I love the I love it when they have to dress up for these things. I love that. Like you, <laughs> do they still have their jackets and denim and flannel on underneath they all have this? To. I assume yeah, so. It's armor inside the armor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's um, so good. <laughs> I mean, I, it, so they're just they're just swapping out these suitcases like mm-hmm. fucking badasses, like just fucking yeah. h- hilarious badasses. Meanwhile, uh, Dick wants a report on what Charlie found, which of course she's mm-hmm. she's pretending to be nothing. Um, it's the whole time she's showing it to him. Uh, Bobby is there with her, getting just like riled the fuck up and just like getting met and just like yeah. fucking Dick Roman, goddamn piece of yeah. goddamn motherfucker. He's he's getting feisty for sure. Um, we do get a brief clip of sam and dean opening the suitcase and finding like this weird nondescript tablet that they don't know what to do with so they're like we're gonna fuck with this later <laughs> it puts it's it back just in the like truck. a hunk of clay yeah ex- absolutely it just looks like a thing like i don't even know like it looks like a block of clay yeah it's a yeah just a thing um dick continues to demand um charlie show her show him all of frank's files right is that where we're <laughs> yeah at? And, mm-hmm. and then and then he starts getting really mad I don't know if he like can see through her just yet, but he starts getting really angry that she is so special 
uh he says basically like you can't be copied and she's like yeah haha, whatever and he's like you have no idea how angry that makes me uh and you can that's when you can start to see the intensity coming out in this guy's eyes he hasn't fully shown his hand yet um but as the viewer and charlie obviously knows the truth too we we can really see that intensity like crawling ripping through the skin of dick roman mm-hmm. uh, to show the leviathan that's underneath uh and when th- this is i think leviathans at their best here it's these intelligent eldritch beings that are trying to masquerade as humans and and gain power uh but in moments like this where they start to to kind of rip through that shell it's where it really works for me yeah this is this is really great he is intimidating as hell i was actually kind of tense during this scene which is not something that happens Mm. with me in supernatural anymore like that's that's how like intimidating this dude is and i was just kind of worried about charlie um Mm -hmm he gets a phone call saying that the package has arrived. So he leaves and basically tells her like, okay, Hey, I'll be, I'll be back. You keep working. And of course she jets. And then, uh, we see him walk into the room. The bomb explodes. Uh, the, they both survive it. Like, but they're both really fucked up by it. Like half of their faces hanging off. Like this is like the scene out of breaking bad. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. it's, it's fucking brutal. It's uh, it's intense shit. And now Charlie is just trying real hard to make a run for it. But Dick, he knows now he's like this, sh- this is not, motherfucker <laughs> how did this happen uh and he just immediately calls for the for the building to be locked down so she can't get out yeah she she almost makes it but the doors are locked right in front of her uh bobby shows up and uses some ghost power to kind of um he doesn't shatter the glass but he kind of does that like i'm gonna move my hands real fast and it's all gonna break but stay in place to the glass i don't mm-hmm, really know what you mm-hmm. call that um it's just kind of spider webs everywhere so it's like sh- it's cracked but it's not quite broken exactly just yet. yeah uh and now she's about to get cornered by uh by dick and the gang by dick and pete pete and dick <laughs> chris and i's alter egos pete, pete and dick, dick. <laughs> yeah, pete and dick um uh, so he uh he actually as as bobby turns around uh pete is coming after charlie because nobody can see bobby and bobby kind of uses his power to knock pete to the side because he's so angry and he wants mm-hmm. to get to, to dick roman and pete goes flying into charlie breaking her arm like she she gets she he, yeah. uh, bobby like inadvertently wounds charlie in this whole thing um mm-hmm. and then bobby starts just beating the shit out of dick roman and that's extremely satisfying yeah hell yeah it is uh i don't think dick can see bobby but he's like all right let's go monsters like let's let's yeah yeah he says show yourself v yeah. monster mm-hmm. yeah um and this is when sam and dean bust in just full on dive roll through the broken glass chris this um, dive roll how much did you love this dive roll so good this is so good it's so dramatic it's, it's so good because they're both they both jump in and like they're in the middle mm-hmm. of the air where the shot begins and they roll through the glass and come up on their they could have like, had hey you what's know, up <laughs> they could have kicked it dean could have shot the glass out but they Literally. just fucking dive roll in it's perfect oh, it's i love so it good it's so over the top and not necessary <laughs> and i fucking love every second of it it's so good and they <laughs> so just started to get ready this to dumbass roll that only <laughs> oh, took 0. 0.3 it's seconds perfect. <laughs> they both go through that shit um the the injury that they would sustain from oh, this God. maneuver they'd be shredded be, they'd be dealing shredded. with the consequences for weeks but no they're fine and it's great uh and then sam just picks charlie up like she is an infant baby yep uh while Maldine is like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and Bobby is still slamming Dick around, and Dick is kind of confusing. Um, Hell yeah, he is. But uh, our good guys escape, and then we see uh, we're back in uh, Dick's office where he's confronting the dude uh, who was playing Pete, who he's, oh no, no, the guy that's picking up the case. And he's so upset with this dude, uh, and this dude is so terrified. He's like, please don't bid me. He, please don't bid me. And Dick said, why would I bid you 
when I, it would be the waste of a perfectly good meal and ter- does mm-hmm. the whole Leviathan thing and chows it down. So, like, that's one less Leviathan in the world, I guess, unless, like, he's just yeah. going to poop this dude they out keep later. keep eating each other. <laughs> they, they eat each other a lot. It doesn't seem like there'd be a lot of Leviathans around. There's, like, 14 or 15 left, I think. You know, we're we're almost at the end of the season, and we always do a feedback episode at the end of the season. If you guys have any um, ideas or theories or just some, just some theories you want to float to us about how Leviathans reproduce or... You just Leviathan's physiology in general, like you know, Monster of the Week slash, slash contact. Do they fuck? Do they fuck? I mean, that's the question that I'm I'm trying not to ask, but yes, absolutely, I would like to know if they fuck or not. So please, please write that in. <laughs> fuck Mary Hunt, Leviathans? <laughs> just question mark Leviathans and blank blank. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Mary Eat Leviathan. <laughs> <laughs> So now it's time for uh, our kind of our uh, our epilogue of the episode. Um, they they're putting Charlie on a bus uh, and telling her to get out of town, and she's like, "Don't worry, this isn't the first time I left." Uh, do you think the name Charlie something is is real? I forget Bradbury. Charlie's last name. Charlie <laughs> Charlie Bradbury, Bradbury is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, uh, okay, I guess." And she, and she makes them promise uh, never to contact her ever again, and gives them both handshakes, <laughs> and then leaves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like it's a very friendly uh parting, but it's still uh it's still same indeed fucking up somebody's life. To be fair, she like she said, she signed up for it, she gave herself the agency here. It wasn't just like, oh, gotta deal with Sam and Dean's bullshit. She could have run away long ago and she decided not to. Yeah. Um so this is they just they did this one right. They in this in this case they totally did this one right. Charlie is awesome. Um I even like Sam and Dean are like She's kind of awesome. <laughs> uh, Dean says he's, she's kind of like the little sister that I never wanted, which I think is actually because yeah. I'll be honest with you. I like I like excuse me. I love all of my little sisters. I don't particularly like them very much a lot of times. And I think one of them listens to this podcast. So sorry to if you know who you are. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things like your siblings you don't really get along with on a regular basis. Right. Like so. Right. Right. Anyway. Um Charlie leaves and Sam and Dean have to have this conversation of like, what are we going to do about Bobby? He's obviously acting like an evil spirit. And, uh, as he is, he broke Charlie's arm. He broke Charlie's (laughs) arm. As he is wont to do, Dean kind of pushes this off and is like, Hey, the only thing I'm trying to do right now is figure out what this tablet is so we can figure out our next move. Uh, mm-hmm. and he's not really wanting to deal with the Bobby situation, which is kind of classic Dean. Yeah. And Sam is like, you know, he's going into to full vengeful spirit mode now. Like this is bad, but okay, sure. We'll just put it off. Yeah. And that's, uh, pretty much the episode. What a great episode, yeah. man. I, uh, awesome episode. Yeah. We, we've been talking uh, a lot at the end of these episodes about how much we wish we could have more Leviathans. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Um, episode 20, I think there's 23 episodes in this season. So we've got, you know, three more episodes left. They're 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 ramping up the Leviathan threat. We've got this new whatchamacallit that we need to figure out next episode. Hopefully that we'll get to be able to cover that. Uh it's this is exactly what I wanted at the end of the season. Like this is this is going well. And then bonus points yeah. for having a great side character like Charlie, who they will definitely bring back. Just gonna go ahead and tell everybody that right now. Because mm-hmm. they didn't kill her in the first episode, thankfully. So, <laughs> uh, it seems like they finally started pulling uh the long plot on this that's that's not an expression don't go around telling your friends they pulled the long they pulled plot, plot. Yeah, um sure but uh as i'm sort of remembering where this is going it's it's feels kind of satisfying to know that we walked away from a certain angle of the show for a long time and we're slowly walking back towards it and it feels very satisfying after getting a little bit lost or maybe 
maybe not lost in season seven because we definitely were lost in season six mm-hmm. but season seven it's sort of like okay what are we doing we're just sort of in limbo here we don't know what anything is uh but now they're they're really coming back towards the things that are happening and it's very satisfying to see it start to take shape yeah this is i think the the way that this is all playing out like the way that they've handled uh ghost bobby has been really deft like we've seen that kind of sp- spread out over f- many different episodes sometimes it's just kind of a oh hey something weird happened without any kind of reference to it and then sometimes it's very specifically talking about him um and then now we're ramping up the leviathan threat which has always kind of been there but we were just dealing with some other stuff um mm-hmm. it really works for me like over the court the first half of the season we slowly took away all of their safety nets all of sam and Dean's safety nets and a lot of their family and they've been dealing with that for the last few episodes. And now they finally are starting to get their shit together again, where they can start having a plan of attack, which is where they shine having, you know, yes. trying to be able to come, go at these monsters head on, as opposed to uh, trying to run away from them or not understand what they, what they, what they have to do to kill them. So yeah. uh, this is, this is like outstanding, great working for me all together. I love this super fun episode. Season seven really starts to make sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall feeling very good about supernatural. Yeah. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to all of our patrons at patreon.com slash monster of the week. Thank you to our friend Dylan for lending his voice to the intro. I haven't uh, plugged him in a while, but it's our friend oh, Dylan yeah. from the Horror Bull podcast. Extremely recommended. Uh, they do. Yeah. Uh, they talk about three movies, usually with a theme, and uh, they do not spoil them. So you can listen to their opinions on some horror movies and still go watch the movie and enjoy it. Uh, I think he was on season four of our feedback, right? Absolutely was on season four of our feedback episode. I don't know why I forgot about that part. (laughs) That's how you would know Dylan if you know Dylan. Um, (laughs) So thank you for, to all of those people, Chris, where can you be found on the internet? I am at local bones on Twitter. I am at JG Greer. You can talk to the podcast at MOTW cast. If you'd like to send in a letter for us to read on our feedback episode, that is monster of the week. Cool slash feedback. We've got a guest lined up for that, I hope, um, and then, but we'll be revealing those details soon. Go ahead and get your letters in now, folks, because uh, we, I, I collect them all throughout the year. And I think that is it for this week. You done, Chris? Yeah. You anything more that I'm you would done. like to say? I'm good. Game on, gamers. Game on, gamers. We'll be back next week with more <laughs> Monster of the Week. Bye. Game on, gamers. Oh, okay, so great relief to me. I lost, I could not hear you for like so many different times. Hopefully it's not too obvious. There was one time where I made it, am I supposed to go dark side or something joke, and you didn't respond, so I assume you didn't hear me. Oh, Because it was really good. Uh, but it's, it, I think it's going to be in the middle of you talking, so I'm very sorry. Uh, there would be parts, there was like five or six times, especially towards the end here, where I would lose you, and you'd be talking, and then I'd lose you. And then you'd finally come back and you'd still be talking. And I'd be like, all right, good. Okay, just roll with it. Just roll with it. <laughs> it's not going to be weird. So uh, sorry if I if I miss some cues or anything. It's just because I couldn't hear you. Oh, Who the fuck is this? Gamer Chris. <laughs> Gamer Chris. 
Have you? What, what's your favorite E3 picks? Give me your top ten E3 <clears throat> moments of 2018, Gamer Chris. Uh, as a mature adult uh, gamer, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. my choice has to go to uh, Call of Duty Blomp Cops. Blomp Cops. Blomp Cops allows gamers to experience what it's like to be a true Blomp Cop. Uh, with all of the Blomps and the Cops. So, real talk. Okay. Gamer Chris aside for a moment. Oh, yeah, each put- time I get a pizza, each time I get a pizza, I know <laughs> I can't. Okay, we're banning the Korean Gamer Chris bit. Okay, I see. <clears throat> no, this was on my mind. No, I can't finish a pizza on my own. Yes, it would make me feel like shit if I ate that one extra piece. Mm-hmm. And yes, I am going to try yeah, and eat course. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So that's what was taking me a moment because I thought. Let me go. Let me go down. Uh, what did I say? Let me jam down on this one last slice of zombie and see what happens. I still got like four slices left. I didn't even. I didn't even clear the halfway point. Were you getting? Was somebody saying something to you about it? Like, were they fucking with you at the store when you picked up the pizza? If like, there's no possible no, was... way one make. <laughs> Look me in the eyes and say, "You piece of shit. You're not strong enough." <laughs> I'm just I said I could do anything. Where this is coming from? I'll be back. No, I was just eating pizza a minute ago, and I was delaying, like, being like, yeah, I'll be on in a minute, just jamming down the za, because mm-hmm. I was like, Chris, you can do this. You can have another slice. But even though I'm also like, no, you're not even hungry anymore, and you know you're going to feel like shit if you do this. And I said, but don't listen to the haters. Yeah. Just believe in yourself. <laughs> it's like I me, took, like, one more bite, and I was like, this is a mistake. This was a bad idea. It's like me with, it's like me with drinking beer. I'm like, you know, I could, I could be fine. I could be. I could just yeah. quit right now, or I could have one more and be more than fine, which mm-hmm. is never a good idea until you're, you know, mm-hmm. until you're feeling fine, and then you want to feel right. more than fine. So. Um. So top ten. Uh, top ten E three moments. Do we have real ones? I didn't think about it, but let's let's try to come up with it. Um. Okay. Uh. I don't really. Or I don't maybe five. It. Maybe ten. Maybe ten's a lot. <laughs> So let's say, let's say five. I'm, and I'm not going to rank. I hate I hate ranking things. So I'm just the, yeah. The just things, say five things you liked. The things that I, w- I was into. Uh, Sekiro, obviously. Sekiro, Sekiro. Fuck yeah. uh, it's you know from software's new game that looks hype. You, you don't have an arm. You have like, like a, a weird uh, like facsimile of an arm. A bo- like a, a, gra- a bone gauntlet. Just, you have a bone. Ga- you have a bone grappling hook, which looks dope. Um, yeah. The stuff that I've seen since the the embargo came up on that like two o'clock, so like a bunch of articles had their their first impressions of that. Like everything about that game seems dope. Uh, people are kind of upset about the the lack of character creation and, and maybe some multiplayer stuff, which I don't really not this guy. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I was to say that seems like it makes it more up Chris's alley. Uh, <laughs> so I can buy a figure of him now. Yeah, of course you can, and not just call him <laughs> Hunter. Presumably, and he'll not, have yeah. a name. <laughs> I want merch. Sorry, I'm yelling. I'm far away from the mic. Uh, let me think. Besides Sekiro, like all of the Sony stuff, I thought looked good. Um, it's mm-hmm. all a lot of stuff that we had seen before. Uh, it's so like I will probably play all of those games. Like that uh, <clears throat> that Ghost game, Ghost of the whatever game, like is not really my style at all. And uh, Ghost spe- of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially after uh, all of the kind of samurai kind of stylings that we're getting from Sekiro, I'm like, I'm not 
I got I don't know that mm-hmm. I'll have an appetite for that game. Like it's really going to depend on how sure, it, sure, how sure, it holds. Sure, 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 uh, sure, 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 but those sure, other two, sure. I'll play. Like I'm going to play that Spider-Man game. That's going to be dope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or the Microsoft conference was surprisingly great. I thought extraordinarily like, lit. Yeah, they just showed off a bunch of goddamn games, and then uh, Bethesda mm-hmm. was actually really good. Like as much as I don't really want to play first-person shooters anymore, Bethesda like put on a pretty okay show. Uh, yeah, I didn't care about Fallout seventy six at all beforehand, and then they showed it, and I was like, okay, maybe, okay, maybe. Yeah, they 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 did the thing where I didn't care about it. They showed it, and I really cared about it. And then they said that it was online only, and that there was never going to be a single player mode, and there's not going to be any NPCs in the game. That all of the other players in the game will act as NPCs. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I don't care about it again. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. RIP. Um, <laughs> they they're doing some, you know, they're doing some cool stuff on the Switch and things like that. Like I don't, there's a lot of this stuff, like that that Elder Scrolls game that they showed for the phone where you could play in portrait mm-hmm. mode. I thought was Blades. nifty, yeah. but it looked. Yeah kind of it looked exactly like what you would expect todd howard kept saying like we wanted to have an experience that you couldn't get anywhere else and i'm like i could i've definitely seen that before on like a shitty computer somewhere like this looks like a shitty version of your real game um Mm -hmm. the devolver digital conference i don't know if you watched the whole thing of that one but they they, they didn't see any of it didn't see didn't even know about it okay (laughs) <laughs> it, uh, they do like a real like uh, edgy kind of conference every year. Like they started with this last year, where they you know they just fucking come grinding in on skateboards. <laughs> it's 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 that it's a chick that gets up there and says the word fuck a whole lot, and you know no like cursing. They, they talk about like loot boxes, and they're like fuck loot boxes, and like all that kind of stuff. Like Whoa. it's real. Like he- people's heads explode a lot. Like this time, I think she killed her kid, and he went back into the future, and was came back to kill her or something. The whole thing. But they showed extremely cool games. They showed this like Mr. Pedro's pet or something. I can't remember quite from the name of it where they the dude was just like, it's just like a ballet of death. It looks like a Deadpool game. It looks fucking dope. I love that shit. Um, yep. Yep. That's kind of all I got. Like I, I didn't as much as I enjoyed kind of watching the conferences and things. I, I didn't really like come out of it with a, the whole lot of games that I, I really actively want to play. Like Anthem does not look like a game that I'm going to get behind. Um, I'm trying to remember like some of the bigger games. Uh, for Microsoft that were or for Bethesda, Wolfenstein. I'll probably play that. That looks dope. You get to play as two chicks. That's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't care about. Oh, the Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed looks pretty dope. I still haven't finished Origins, oh, yeah. so I'll, I'll have to try to finish that and then go to this one. But it looks really pretty, and you get to. Uh, remarkably, you get to play a lady or a dude. So they finally figured out how to animate women. Thank God. <laughs> yep. And uh, took them a while. But... And you can romance. Yeah, this is the twenty seventh game in the series, and they finally figured that out. Mm-hmm. And then you can mm-hmm. romance a lady or a dude. Um, no, just independent of, of who you chose to play with. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, a lot of good, a lot of good video games, huh? That's it for me. What you, what you got, gamer Chris? So, having just found out. That Ghost of Tsushima will have Japanese vo- VO. I'm a little bit more excited again. Oh yeah, this was one of your uh, problems originally. Because mm-hmm. it just felt it feels a little weird. Like I like I was saying to you, like I I watch anime, but I watch anime in English most of the time, so that I don't have to be staring at the screen the whole time. Um, like that's not the issue. I don't generally care. Um, but when you're like a Japanese samurai in Japan, it feels sure. like everybody should be speaking Japanese. Um, so I'm glad that 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 is in there. I I would have still played it anyway. But um, yeah, I'm excited for that. It looks really beautiful, but I think I was saying to you, it, it looks very Western, mm-hmm. um, which again is a weird kind of like abstract thing that I'm saying. I don't exactly know what I mean by that. Um, I mean, that it is. It is a Western game, so I just need to um, digest it a little bit. I'm excited about that, but my first big exciting moment, I guess, I don't know. I, my, Microsoft really killed it on uh, Sunday. You started texting me about it. 
uh, I didn't know anything about what was going on. Then I see this new FromSoft shit, and I was like, oh, it's for me. They made a, a video game for me. They made Dark Souls Samurai f- for Chris. That's super nice of them. I don't even deserve this. So I was really hyped about that. Um, they showed the new Devil May Cry. I was really hyped about that. And the, the Shonen Jump game, which might be garbage, and it kind of looks super weird. But then just seeing freaking Goku and Naruto and being like, what? You guys are hanging out? That's pretty sweet. Uh, so Chris was excited about that. And the, uh, Game so- of Chris. That, that shonen jump game is a bunch of um i think i texted you it was like yeah there's there's a bunch of anime characters all in the same game fighting one another and you were like excuse me <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but the 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 it, I, i've heard i've heard some really terrible things about it um like i just was listening i was watching giant bombs coverage of uh nintendo's thing today and they were they kind of just offhandedly mentioned he was like yeah i played that and it's it's not good and i was like oh that's that's oh, a yeah. bummer <laughs> there was a jump jump stars a couple years ago and it was just like kind of this same thing um and it was not good but i played a little bit of it just because it's all fan service it's all just like hey remember this character he's talking to that other character that's cool right um so it's cool in in that sense i'm not that's why it's not one of my most anticipated things or anything like it's not going to be a good game but i'll probably still play it um the moment that i got i did get super excited about was um elder scrolls 6 which i know is like a million years from now so like who gives a shit but i just Obviously, did not expect them to say anything about it, especially once they got into Fallout 76. I thought, there's, there's no way that this is going to come up, because it has no reason to come up. Uh, and then they showed uh, Elder Scrolls Blades, and I got a text from Dylan, my pal, my, my old pal Dylan, mm-hmm. who was like, this looks, this looks lame, like, what is this shit? Uh, and I thought, that's, how, that's a lot of people are going to react that way, unless they show Elder Scrolls 6. Unless they show us the real thing, then people will be pissed about that. Uh, so. Yeah, once once they showed that, he was like, "Hey, this is the thing you're you're all actually looking for. You keep asking us about, so here you go." And it's like, you know, what a ten second clip of like a mountainside or some shit. But just <laughs> knowing that it's real, having that confirmation is generally all I need as a uh, hashtag gamer. Uh, so that was really excited, exciting. I was hoping we would get a real name, but we didn't. Um, so there was that. Can I ask you and something then, real quick? Uh, yeah, I, I know you're a big Elder Scrolls fan. You obviously do the, mm-hmm. uh, the Pretenders Guild podcast. Um, <laughs> Yeah, where you okay. talk about your experiences and and, and the Elder Scrolls uh-huh. games, uh, but so they announced like obviously the Elder Scrolls are kind of like the 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 medieval version of of their fantasy games. Um, they've got Fallout, which is mm-hmm. like a post apocalyptic kind of Elder Scrollsy thing. I think like I think I don't, I'm not far off in saying that I don't play either one of these games, but I feel like they're kind of they're, they're similar. You know, first person. They're RPGs, super similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Immersive games, and then they announced um, Starfield, which is you know. Yeah. Very, very, you know, they showed the outside of Earth and like a giant, like star looking uh, planet based starship mm-hmm. thing. Does that excite you at all? Like, does that get the radish up at all? If you're, if you're with that, stuff? I, I don't know anything about it. I'm not as into sci fi as I am into um, like fantasy and that kind of thing. I will probably play it. I'm curious about like how or what this game is going to be because Todd Howard says something like, it's a game that I feel we are in a unique position to, to do. Which means like this is something big and weird and different that they can take a chance on. Um, whereas like I feel like it's gonna be kinda like No Man's Sky, honestly. Um but oh, really? whereas No like, Man's you Sky f- you, you don't feel like it's gonna be like a like their their first person immersive kind of role playing sim but in space? Like you I like think it will be that plus whatever this exploration kind of I d I don't know. I, I don't really know yet. Mm. Because I just it feels like it has to be something different than just 
Fallout in space or Elder Scrolls in space. It has to be something new by the way that he was talking about it. Um, and not just a, a sci-fi coat of paint over the same old shit, you know? Um, but yeah, it does, it feels like with Hello Games, is that who made, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Yep. No Man's Sky. Mm-hmm. Like they, this was sort of a make or break thing for them. And now they've had to just like work tirelessly, I assume over the last year to try and kind of like build this back up and, and make something out of it again. Whereas Bethesda can kind of just shit out whatever they want and be fine because they've yeah, made a lot of money. Yeah. So it seems like they're going to do something funky, whatever it is, to just see what happens, because they can. They can experiment, which is cool. That idea is really exciting. Um, but it's, this, has been, this project's been rumored forever, and I don't know. I dropped my phone. Um, I don't know what it, at all it's going to be. It'll probably end up just being fucking Fallout in space, but who knows? <laughs> is that enough, you think? You think if they just did, you know, if, it's, if, if E3... 2019 if they loaded up like a demo and it was like a dude in a spaceship landing on a plane on a planet and like getting out and then patrick stewart is there like hello would you like a quest yeah <laughs> like, do you think yeah. that's that's literally what they, they would do or do you think they'll try to branch I think out i could see i could totally see that happening because that would sell like gamers would buy that mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, so you put some romance options be... in there and i can be a cat dude in space and i feel like that's, yeah. that's the game that people are looking for yeah let me kiss a wolf or something and we're good mm-hmm. uh so anyway yeah all that it seems how shredded is the werewolf chris extraordinarily shredded uh what else was what else happened the next day i um i'm really excited about resident evil 2 that was my favorite moment um i said it to steve like a week before the show like i was like so what what is the thing that you you want to see that not like something crazy but something you think will be there that you actually want to get a look at uh and my answer to that was uh resident evil 2 the remake that they've been you know they said they were working on it forever ago so i was like okay yeah like and then i totally forgot that i said that or that it might be at the show and uh despite rumors for weeks about it and then the trailer starts and it's from the point of view of a rat and there's like some sort of scuffle going on in this pantry or whatever it is and i'm in my head like what is this fucking ratatouille the game what is this bullshit <laughs> and then they showed the zombie face and i was like oh my god it's Resident people too you got baby face leon i was very excited about that all that yeah that was um, that was super exciting to see and uh, i was actually confused because i, I don't I'm not like I've only played a couple of Resident Evil games. Uh, you played, don't follow the lore. I don't follow the lore. Uh, I've played four, <laughs> and I played I played four a couple of times, and I played five once. And um, I, I've played. I, I have a PSVR, so like whenever people come over for the first time and they haven't been here before, like I put them in that kitchen demo, the RE7 yeah. demo oh, that yeah. they released, and that scares the shit out of them. And that's always a good time. Um, I haven't played that. I just make other people play it because I'm too much of a baby. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> but it was really fun seeing Leon Kennedy pop up. Like my mind instantly was like, "Oh shit!" Like of Resident Evil Eight, and then they started showing like gameplay, and I was like, "Oh, it's weird that they'd be going like back to this style." And like, yeah, yeah. it was finally you texted me like, "Oh shit, Resident Evil 2. I was like, "Oh okay, that's yeah. this is what they're doing." Haha! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, I knew all along. <laughs> you knew all along. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention um, something at the Sony conference. That Control game about Remedy looks really oh, yeah. fucking dope like i'm that yeah i'm, I'm kind of here for remedy games in general like they, they do a really fun job like that all that alan wake shit really worked for me so i'm kind of here yeah. for that i've been meaning to play alan wake again i rented it like forever ago i never finished it but i bought it last year uh and i think i can just slap that bad boy right in my xbox one what do you mean you bought I it also last probably year? played on pc huh what do you mean you bought it last year i sent you the code for it yeah but i never could plug it in because i couldn't connect to xbox live oh yeah then you can just my 360 it was not enabled uh to whatever so i literally could never use it that's fucking hilarious 
Um, yeah, and then I just bought the disc. You just bought the disc. Okay, good. Yeah, you can just put that in your Xbox One, and it'll it'll download all of the required stuff and just let you play it. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. Um, let's see. What else was I excited about? Oh, well, the reason, the biggest reason I was excited about Resident Evil was because we got like a release date, and it's like, hey, we this is the first time we're showing this, and it's out in seven months, which was pretty cool. Uh, it's because it's it's a remake. It's nothing like groundbreaking and new, but it's still it's exciting. I love horror games. There's not a lot of like solid horror games anymore it's always these like two-hour experiences or it's something super unique like until dawn like you were you know you texted me about that earlier um which is i mean that's like different that that's an experience that's something you do with somebody else you don't necessarily want to just keep replaying that i mean i'm sure some people do but it's not the same it's not the same as walking around a fucking zombie infested city as leon kennedy it's uh it's speaking of until dawn it's really funny i may have told this to you before but um you know that game has like the the feature where if you have a PlayStation camera hooked up and um, it'll, it'll take a picture during it's like jump scares. So mm-hmm. as, if, as if to like, Oh, we, we've captured you at like, you, cause they want to do the horror, uh, the, 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 um, like this, the haunted mansion thing of like, Oh, we're going to jump scare you. And then like, ah, and it's going to snap a picture. So you mm-hmm, look all mm-hmm. stupid. And um, like, I was just playing that game. Like I normally play games, which is typically on like a Saturday or Sunday morning. Right. Like, so I'm just like chilling in my living room, got my feet kicked up with my cup of coffee. And so like, there's a, there's this series of pictures on my PlayStation somewhere where it's just like, just (laughs) me just kicked back on the couch, having a good time. And like, and like, it's a scary game, right? Like, but I wasn't like jumping out of my skin or anything. I was like, Ooh, this is kind of creepy. But yeah, yeah, literally like it was snapping a picture. Like it would show like, Oh, can you believe how scared you were? And I'm like, all posted up. Literally, me just drink like having a sip of coffee while a cutscene plays. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. I can't um, believe you've gotten, see, what you've, else gotten you've gone this far, gamer Chris, and you haven't mentioned the the big one that all of our fans want to know about. What's that? I said fans. That sounded really douchey. I meant listeners and all of our friends. Jesus Christ! Are we talking about Kingdom Hearts? I'm talking about Kingdom Hearts, yo. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know if I. <laughs> I don't think it looks bad. Okay, but that's, that's I a keep start. Finding, like. I keep expecting the the hype to hit to be like fuck yeah like that there's that nostalgia there's that tickly like pulling at the heartstrings thing that Kingdom Hearts does because that's why I like it. it it's just sort of like it has a lot of emotion behind it it's the same uh, reason that very, I kickstarted Carmageddon when it came back out exactly a lot of emotion behind lot of it. you know there's just little, to that game there's <laughs> that things and there's game. themes that always kind of really got me especially when I was younger um but I'm watching this, and I and I realize I'm many games behind on Kingdom Hearts. It's not Kingdom Hearts three. This is like Kingdom Hearts ten. Uh, it's that like seriously, because all the other games are are important and they matter, and they're not spinoffs. They are like this is the next game. This is the next game. It's just called something else. The only thing that made Kingdom Hearts two Kingdom Hearts two was that it was the one on PS two, and all the other ones weren't. So it's just weird. And so I'm seeing this all these characters on screen and i'm like i don't really know who any of you are i don't give a shit about donald and goofy <laughs> and there's just there's just sora being voiced by Haley joe osmond at age 45 <laughs> and it's just not the same um it i think it does look really great but i don't have the the uh, the, the spark for it i guess We'll see what happens. If I, I might like get the bug at some point this year and then continue like replaying through them. And if I, you know, if I get into it, then I get into it. I'm not going to like count it out. And I probably will play it at some point. But it's really for, funny yeah. that you use the word spark considering the stuff that happens in this episode of Supernatural we're going to be covering a little bit later. That's, that's true. <laughs> are you, uh, are, do, you, do you already own all of the PS4 versions for all those games? Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. I um I think I bought like the last missing collection that I needed uh 
like Black Friday or something like that. I saw. So yeah, I have um, all of them. But I, I saw that because uh, they were they're doing that thing where you can you can spend ninety nine dollars and you get all of the Kingdom Hearts games that are currently available. Like you can play them right oh, now. Oh yeah. And then also yeah. you get the reservation for Kingdom Hearts three and like. There was a weird, I don't know what, what instinct this is in my brain that went like, hmm, <laughs> like you just kind I of thought about it. all of these things right on this one box. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the same thing where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to, I'm definitely going to buy and watch the, the Jason movie collection, right? Like I'm going to watch all 12 Friday the 13th <laughs> yeah. movies, but yeah, I just, I just want, there's a weird collector part of my brain that gets stepped on sometimes even about shit that I don't, I don't care about like yeah. Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So like I was, I had a, I had a, I just have a feeling like. I don't, I'm not going to care about the story. I feel like the gameplay is not going to hold up. And like any time no, that any Disney characters are, are on the screen, I think I'm just going to be rolling my eyes. Cause I don't really care about Disney that much. So mm-hmm. I'd like, I feel like mm-hmm. it's going to be a bad idea if I, if I even try it. So. Right. I came to it with, obviously I was 11 when that came, came out the first one. I had so much affection for it. Cause I yeah. was like only reading about it in magazines, only refreshing the AOL homepage for sure. it yeah, to yeah. see if there was any new details. And it just being like, Cloud is in it. Squall is in it. Keyword, These characters keyword, that I already know about. Keyword Mickey on that AOL. Keyword number. Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and then you, and like I said, I played it and it's very sentimental, like right from the start. It's got this just sappy, happy music all the time and friendship and I miss you and all this kind of like just shit that like an 11 year old doesn't understand. But like, I'm just like, yeah, friendship. Uh, so I, I always liked that, and like every time I go back and play it, I love "Simple and Clean," the fucking opening song. No oh, doubt s- about it. "Simple and Clean" has been playing this entire time since we started talking about Hell yeah. history. I guarantee um, that right now. Love that, love that song, and that is like where my love for Kingdom Hearts <laughs> stems from. Is how much I like that song still, um, and then I like Kingdom Hearts two a lot. I have a lot of fond memories of playing that, but like the second that I pl- tried to play the second release which was Chain of Memories. It was a Game Boy Advance game. It is on the PlayStation. It uses, like, cards for combat and stuff. Seems like it's, like, a pretty decent game, but, like, the second I try to play it, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> I don't wanna. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 is, like, a pretty decent action platformer where you just go to these Disney worlds and you you talk about goofy stuff with goofy people. Um, and then just from there, this goes off the fucking rails. So, And I bet it is interesting and fun when you're like following it all along but like i cared about the core cast of characters yeah like the three kids from the island that you start off on and then i just never really never really cared about anybody else i feel like because they take a long time to play right yeah the first one when i replayed it this time i did it in like 15 hours um yeah that's a, that's a mostly because i knew what i was doing and um but yeah they're they're pretty beefy they're usually longer than that anything else caught you fancy in e3 um yes but i'm having a hard time thinking of anything uh i don't know i was kind of just generally excited about a lot of things um did you watch the nintendo thing today i watched some of it i had it on my phone i was mostly listening to it um the fire emblem looks cool i'm still probably not gonna get a switch uh i mean i love fire emblem but and i think it's super cool that like everybody is in smash but i learned my lesson the last two times that i bought smash bros on wii and on Wii U, that it's not something that I can that can, can sustain my interest really. Yeah. Uh, I used to love playing Melee with my friends because people would just like you come over after school and we'd all play on the GameCube. Like that was it. Like my 16th birthday party, I had like 80 guys over my house to play a Smash Bros. tournament. Hell but yeah. I was 16, and it was just like a thing that we were all doing. Sure. Um, yeah. But when I'm not playing with my friends, the excitement 
isn't exactly there. <laughs> That's like soul caliber for me, right? Because mm-hmm. I had a I had a really good strong group of friends and we we all And I have to play the new Soul Caliber because Geralt's in it. Kids, yeah, Geralt's in it. Um but uh and possibly possibly Solaire too. You just don't know. Um <laughs> we nobody knows. Nobody knows. The uh but yeah like you know not having those dudes around um meant when the original Soul Caliber the arcade edition came out on Xbox Live. I was like, oh, I'm definitely downloading this. I am a huge Soul Calibur fan. Yeah. And I was like, started playing it. I was like, oh, I'd never played this game by myself. This is a little <laughs> weird. <laughs> like, it was one of those things. I'm like, oh, what shit. What was the Soul Calibur that had, like, the awesome, like, super long story mode where you could, like, upgrade weapons? Was that 2? Uh, 2 had, like, this weird kind of, like, it was basically, it wasn't, you wouldn't really upgrade weapons, but you would get, you would do challenges. So, so like, you had to go, like, Killick had to do like kill five dudes and then as the as the series got on like they've expanded that mode out it never got to the uh like mortal Kombat or um oh, what is the dc mm-hmm. fighting game uh justice league unlimited or no that doesn't sound right whatever the whatever the, like the mortal Kombat people when they make that dc fighting game like they they include that like really cinematic single player storyline yeah, yeah. Uh, that like got me I caring about I, a mortal Kombat for like two, 10 seconds yeah. it was really fucking strange <laughs> i care i uh i just I, whatever you had to do maybe it was just unlocking new stuff or whatever in in uh Soul i bet Calibur that was, i bet that was too yeah because you had to unlock it unlocked uh extra outfits and characters and levels and stuff yeah. like that yeah yeah and you know a young man is going to care about those extra outfits let me tell you Oh, I've done that. I've done that four or five times because we we would break uh, Dreamcast so often and break VMU so often. Like we would have to continually <laughs> redo it. We were bad. We were. It was. We were. Like I think we went through five Soul Calibur machines. Like th- throughout the. That's just yeah. The essence of a gamer, right there. That's it, dude. That's it. G- gamer J. That's, um, that's what they call me. Gamer J. What was the? Oh, I played the last one. I played was five, which I guess was the last one. I I got it when it first came out, and I played it for a while. And they were like the character creator, and I was like, that's kind of fun. And then I very again quickly realized this is not a fun game to play by myself. There's very limited things that you can do, and I don't like playing online because I'm not good at video games. Yeah, playing online is a drag and a half, man. Like uh, I've I've done that a couple of times. Like I've rented some of the Soul Calibers and, and played them for a little bit, and I am reasonably good with Ivy. Like I still have some pretty good instincts. Like I can still buffer some some shit in and do some combos and do some stuff like that. Uh, or I was like whenever Soul Calibur Four came out. Let's say that. Um, I think it was so it had to be Soul Calibur 4. Couldn't I don't I don't know how long ago 5 came out, so it might have been 5, but it was not it was on the Xbox 360 and uh mm-hmm. but I would just I would load up into a game and just get my ass kicked like almost immediately and just it wasn't like there's a certain aspect to that when you're playing with your friends where you're both kind of learning together and then one person gets like way better than it's you, but at least you're still yeah. playing with them in the same room. Uh doing it online like I'm sitting here by myself in the house and I'm like, "Oh, this is it's just, just kind of not fun. I kind of just don't want to do this. I'd rather do literally yeah. anything else. So. <clears throat> Me and Steve used to play fighting games for hours and hours and hours. We would put it on, like, whatever it was. We'd put it on random character and, like, random outfit, random stage. Uh, and then we would just, like, make jokes as we played about, like, the shit that was happening. And, like, pretend, like, we were, like, teenagers. We would like, pretend, like, one character is late for school and everybody else just keeps trying to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> and we, we would do it for, we would put on, like, we put on a CD or whatever and we would just fucking, that was it. We'd just get some snacks and just play video games, play a fighting game over and over and over again. So when I got Dragon Ball Fighters, the, the new fighting game, this weekend, I was, like, a little worried that I wasn't going to have a lot of fun with it. There is a story mode, but, like, even then, it's a fighting game. It's only going to go so far. Um, but I very quickly, like, fell in love with it. It's a lot of fun to play. Obviously, it's an incredibly, like, loving 
uh, fan service to like the series itself. Um, but it's also really easy to play. So Jess was playing with me, and we like she was beating me half the time, and it, we had like a ton of fun playing. It was great. That's awesome. There was little things like really, really tiny, stupid details. Um, like I was playing as the guy Trunks that I like, and he. Mm-hmm. Uh, he defeats the character Frieza at some point in the show, and I think he says like "It's over, Frieza" when he kills him. Um, so when you do Trunks' ultimate move on somebody, he'll say "It's over," uh, and if you do it to Frieza, he says "It's over, Frieza," like he does in the show. And it's just literally one extra word saying the guy's name, but it's like the tiniest little detail that I'm like, "Hey, I know why they did that. That's really cool." Yeah, that's what I've uh, I've heard about that game. Is like if you were a fan and like to be serviced, like that game is going to yeah, service you. Yeah. Some- also, it's just a really really good game. Yeah, yeah it is I've like heard it's the type well. of game like with Dark Souls. I always have that where I play for a while and then when I'm not playing, I like want to be doing the stuff like yep. in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like that actually. Like even though I have some of getting my ass kicked, but then I I each night since I've gotten it, I've like put it on for 20 minutes just to like play it a little bit and then I put it down. Like, oh, okay, man. that was like an itch I wanted to scratch. You're just waiting for Jessica to come back over so you can kick her ass, huh? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. You're training up? Yeah, that's what she said to me earlier. <laughs> I told her I've been playing. <laughs> that's really hilarious. Oh, all right. So, so gamer, should we do a podcast but let's, not video games? Yeah, let's do a podcast about Supernatural. Uh, okay. Let me get my, oh, I have my notes out. And, oh, I already have the wiki page up, so I'm, I am fully prepared. Right on. Um. I thought you were just gonna go. Um, I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Jeremy Greer. This one's pretty lazy. I know what I do, but I feel like 